Hello and welcome to the Arise and Build podcast. This is Jody Grace and we're here to inspire, educate, and activate believers in Missouri to steward and protect freedom in every area of life, especially here in the heart of America. We're going to be talking about what's happening right here in our culture, how it connects to scripture, and what we can do to bring our conservative Christian values back into the public square. If you haven't already, I'd love for you to go ahead, hit the subscribe button so you can get our updates and join us as we work together, just like Nehemiah and the Israelites did, to arise and build a wall around the great state of Missouri. Hey, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. We are going to talk about another piece of Missouri legislation. And um, we have Lisa Panette back with us uh, here today. So thanks, Lisa, for joining us. Thank you. Yeah, so we're going to talk about um, how so many pieces of legislation, we'll talk about one in particular, but the bigger issue here is that we have private donations and gifts being now allowed to funnel into, oh gosh, a big variety of places across our government. And we could make a long list. And so talk to us about why, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer, I think, but let's talk about why that's such a bad thing. Well, obviously, with anything, we see it with our own legislature, unfortunately, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's why we have banned them getting gifts, right? right. Like, we've banned them getting gifts. Well, and we now, tried anyway. Well, we tried, <laughs> and, and now they've, they've just gone around another way, because where there's a will, there's a way, right? Right. But every time you give someone a gift or a donation, obviously, they're going to look to what they're going to need to do for you to continue getting those gifts and donations, right? So in particular, talking about the sheriff's retirement fund here, Mm -hmm. I think we're in total agreement of loving our police, loving our sheriff. Like, I I think you're not going to get any bigger advocates than you and I, right? Like if you can't have a safe community, then you're not going to find a place that anybody's going to want to live if you don't feel safe. Right. So, um, and our sheriffs are kind of our last line of defense in regard to our constitution. So our sheriffs, even though we love all of our law enforcement, all of our emergency professionals, um, our sheriffs, even though maybe we don't see them a lot, um, you know, they are so very important. And can you explain in a nutshell why they're so very important? Yeah. So if our government steps out of line and starts treading on those rights that we have, they're the last line of defense. They protect us even against government and a tyrannical government. So they are the last line of defense for us. Um, and they have been. I mean, I think we can give certain instances um, out at the Bundy Ranch, mm-hmm. you saw that in in actuality, where the feds came in, and that was uh, the Bureau of Land Management out there, and they came in and they were trampling on the rights of those ranchers out there, and it was the sheriff that intervened and was the stopgap and the protection for the people. Right. So it becomes important then, or it is important, that our sheriffs stay independent, that they stay, I don't know what's what's another word for that, but self... 
kind of in their own bubble where they yep. they can be independent from the other government um, institutions um, because they're going to at possibly at some point they would need to stand against yeah they might a government. be yeah. yeah so um, we would not want our sheriffs to be um, purchased so to speak by gifts and donations even though we do support them of course we want them to have yeah. a nice retirement yes that's not the issue no but what if gates or soros or a pfizer or um i mean it could be anybody could be anybody uh, puts large chunks of money mm-hmm. into their retirement fund then then what happens well and i always use the example because i think the people of missouri understand the example in mm-hmm. saint charles when the Zuckerberg money flowed through for the machines, you had the, the people, voting machines. The voting machines. Mm-hmm. The people were up in arms because of that. Why? Because they knew if they if he donated those machines, there was a great possibility mm-hmm. that things could be tampered with. Mm-hmm. And so this is what it is in practice. So when you have um, there's just there's a conflict of interest right. again, right? Right. There's a conflict of interest in protecting and the ones that are funding that um, in the sheriff's retirement fund. Before in the law, it actually said that they were forbidden from getting money from the general assembly. Mm-hmm. So it actually said that. Um, and what they did is they changed this, and now it's the complete opposite. So. What it said before was the exact language was neither the General Assembly nor the governing body of a county shall appropriate funds for the retirement fund to the General Assembly and the governing body of a county may appropriate funds. So our state government could not Not. even, even Mm -hmm. our state government could not put money in the sheriff's retirement fund. Now their county government could Correct? Is no, that how that... Uh, no, nor. Neither one. Neither. Neither one. So then where are the sheriffs getting their retirement money? Well, that's the problem. Yeah, that's... Right. That, and there lies the problem. And instead mm-hmm. of coming up with a private solution, right, out of the public sphere, what we've done is we've come in and they could have created one on their own. I mean, think mm-hmm. about it. People create... You know these non-for-profits all the time all the time yeah. all the time mm-hmm. but what we did is now we say that the this board may accept gifts donations bequest public or private mm-hmm. to the sheriff's retirement fund and this is a really um this is a slippery slope and i think a really scary move for the people of missouri yeah i agree um our sheriffs don't need to be um they don't need to be tainted. They don't no. at all. We need to have strong sheriffs, especially in today's world. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, this isn't uh, this isn't something new. That's another scary part: is that we see this private money, these gifts and donations, coming into a lot of different pieces of legislation. Mm-hmm. And another one is having to do with our waterways and our ports. Um, it was an SB 138 that I believe was sponsored by Senator Esslinger. And um, tell me tell me about this. Let's explain how 
what the importance of this is? Well, we had the waterways. We've been fighting that as the, the grassroots, the people of Missouri. We've been fighting that federal invasion of our waterways for a while. And we've been holding them off. So that's been a really good thing. But then this was kind of just slipped in. <laughs> And, it, you know, yeah. again, the last two weeks of the session kind of just slipped in and it allows a, that they can receive gifts for the waterways and the ports. They can receive any gifts, contributions, grants, federal, private or other sources, whatever that means. And um, for capital improvements that are for commerce or terminal transportation or even adjacent to the navigatable rivers of the state. So what adjacent. does that mean? What does that mean? It means that now if they even wanted a piece of land adjacent to this, that they could be looking at using, you know, eminent domain because we're talking about government. Mm -hmm. So if private donations, once again, coming mm -hmm. in through who knows where, think Gates, think Soros, think you know who. <laughs> right. Klaus Schwab. <laughs> right. Well, and you know, we had a conversation, I think, just in the last couple of days, Lisa, where we discovered that BlackRock was buying up yes. um, things, you know, homes, actually, mm -hmm. across who knows how much uh, of our land. So we could even be talking about companies like that. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's uh, our water is our main asset. We've known this for a while. Um, I saw probably like around 2010, there were some actual articles about this in the United States, that this was one of our last remaining assets. So when you give control over to private entities like this, to who knows what with our waterways, this is, it's not a, it's not a smart move. Um, and, and we, this is what you need to live. I mean, this is, right. I mean, this is what you need to live. So uh, there's nothing preventing them from escalating the cost of our water. Obviously, we see with the green agenda limiting oh the gosh, use of yes. our water, yes. right? Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and shipping it off to other places. Now, 80%, I will say this, in regards to the waterways and the ports, 80% can only come from that funding. Now, why they capped it at 80%, I don't know. But there's another 20% that has to come from somewhere else. So only 80% can be with um, that. Now, there's also a Flood Resiliency Act. Okay. Okay. So that's mm -hmm. Missouri and Missi Mississippi rivers and their tributaries. Well, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> to improve statewide flood forecasting and our favorite word, monitoring. Mm -hmm. Okay. As mm -hmm. we talk about all this, you have right. to remember the data monitoring right. for everything. Right. right. And um, this one, they can also receive any gifts, contributions, grants from federal, from state, from private, and other sources for these flood resiliency projects. Now, what is that? It's anybody that promotes development, construction, or renovation of a flood resiliency project that's also approved by the director of the state. And the director of the state can initiate these plans on their own. On their own? On their own, yeah. Just one person? Yeah. The director of what? 
well, in this case? This is the, de, um, they're talking about the Department of Natural Resources. Natural Resources. So, so. the director of the Department of Natural Resources mm -hmm. can initiate it on his own. Yes. You know, and we're seeing, we're not going to get to all of these, these uh, statutes today, mm -hmm. but that's another trend that we're seeing across legislation is that they're giving individuals um, such as the directors of these departments, um, an incredible amount of power mm -hmm. in uh, things that they, things that they can do, and that's just not really safe. Not that I don't, you know, I don't even know who the director yeah, of the Department exactly. of Natural Resources is right yeah. now. He may be a wonderful guy, but it doesn't really matter. One person, it's just dangerous for one person to have so much authority. Yeah. There's a hardwood promotion fund also, a hardwood forest pro promotion fund mm -hmm. that they're also going to be receiving grants, gifts, any money appropriated mm -hmm. for hardwood production promotion. Um, so, and you know, people that live in more urban areas in the in maybe central Missouri or in, in northern Missouri mm -hmm. might not realize how much hardwood production there actually is in the southern part of the state, mm -hmm. um, down in, you know, the National Forest is down there. Uh, gosh, there's it's beautiful country mm -hmm. uh, down in the south and really across the entire south, I would say, of the state. I was driving down through, I think it's Iron County not mm -hmm. too long ago, and um, so many, um, you know, charcoal plants and pallet mills, mm -hmm. and there's so much logging and so mm -hmm. much harvesting of that hardwood mm -hmm. in those areas of the state. So for the, the promotion of those mm -hmm. businesses then mm -hmm. to be basically funded mm -hmm. by potentially individuals, mm -hmm. private gifts and donations, yeah. then what kind of impact might they have on that market? Well, I think it's not only what impact they might have on that market, but when you see the overall agenda, right, when mm -hmm. you see where they're heading, they really don't want us to be logging. So I, I think we better be looking at what they're trying to take things away from us, right? And so if you're trying to take away the ability to log to those log. things, mm -hmm. those things mm -hmm. instead of, you know, they can say promotion all day long. It's all in the definition, right? What right. does that actually mean? So maybe I want to promote the hardwood by protecting it mm -hmm. because I want it for future generations. Mm -hmm. Sound familiar? Which plays into the whole sustainable development yes. goals. Exactly. Um, so yeah. if you have that, right? And they do talk about like resiliency. Resiliency is one of their words. So mm -hmm. when they talk about flood resiliency, resiliency. Mm -hmm. this is there's key words. When you see sustainability, resiliency, these are all trigger right. words. Right. For those them. should be throwing up red flags. We should probably mm -hmm. type up a list of some of those words. Yes. Because when you see that terminology or that vocabulary, you know that it's coming. Well, you have a good idea. Chances are that it's coming um, from more of our left leaning. Um, lobbyists mm -hmm. who um who do want to control our natural resources ultimately yeah and it is the definition of words too like when mm -hmm. we talk about this i remember you know years ago talking about some legislation jody and one of the things in the legislation said human 
But when you went to the definition, it wasn't like you and I think of human. Mm -hmm. It actually was corporations. It was not a natural born person. And a lot of these discussions are now coming to the forefront too with all the AI and right. because AI does think it should have rights. Like I, I'm seeing that and they're giving other bodies of water and things rights. Like, and they're human rights because it's who defines human. human. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, definitely those are things that we need to be paying attention to. Um, are Is there, what are the other things that kind of, um, are associated with some of these pieces of legislation that we've just talked about. We've talked about um, that we've talked about data a little bit. Mm-hmm. We have talked about how uh, private monies are coming into just a whole variety of places. Mm-hmm. Um, but is there anything else that's that's sort of connected to those things that we need to be thinking about? Well, I think we touched on it, and that's the one world mm-hmm. sustainability mm-hmm. agenda because yeah. this is driving a lot of it. I think mm-hmm. if you brought it back to what what is or who is driving this, we know, well, at one layer, we see the lobbyists are bringing it in, but mm-hmm. who's paying them mm-hmm. to bring that agenda in? Well, right. you know, when you go back to the origin of it, I think you are going to find, unfortunately, like we're seeing in other places, that it is the Gates, the Soros of the world. Yeah. It is the Black Rocks of the world. Right. And I think, you know, for the average citizen, as time, you know, we get just so focused on our daily lives, mm-hmm. right? We're going to our jobs, we're raising yeah. our kids and going to the ball games, we're going to church on Sunday and yeah. doing all the things that we just normally do in our routine. And we're seeing our gas prices go up, we're mm-hmm. seeing our grocery prices go up, and just sort of all of the economic things that touch our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but oftentimes we don't have time and don't understand um, or even know where to look for the information mm-hmm. a lot of times. But we feel like our freedoms are being restricted. Mm-hmm. Things seem to be changing. They are changing over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet we have a hard time just really pointing our finger at one particular thing. Yep. Right? And what I've come to learn is that that's hard to do because there is no one particular thing. Yeah. It's happening in tiny little pieces, just like mm-hmm. these pieces of mm-hmm. uh, statute, these, mm-hmm. these bills, um, just one little piece at a time. But over time, those pieces, you know, stick together and they build this other, they build a new, a new world, yeah. just one tiny little step at a time. All while we don't really even realize what's happening. Well, that's like the emergency health powers, right? Right. Like, no one would have ever thought before COVID when we were passing things that gave over emergency powers during a health emergency, everyone was thinking Ebola. Mm-hmm. And so you had a whole structure that was being created, a foundation that was being created to be able to use these in a nefarious way. But now I would hope after COVID that now we're all a little bit smarter um, now that we're on the other side of that and we can say we don't want legislation that can be used like that against the people and view it through a lens like that because it is incrementally. They do it incrementally and they are patient, but once they have created their structure 
then um, they can use it against us. Right. Well, it's definitely, I think these are all things that um, Missourians need to start to become aware of. Mm -hmm. I know it's a lot. It is It's a lot. so much information. Mm -hmm. It can be really overwhelming. Mm -hmm. It can be really disheartening mm -hmm. even. Mm -hmm. So it, you know, I don't like to talk about this super heavy stuff mm -hmm. for too long yeah. um, with people who aren't real familiar, um, especially because it does get overwhelming and it's really easy to lose hope in yeah. the middle of all of this yeah. uh, because it is it is heavy and um, it's not what it's not the United States the Missouri that we believed mm -hmm. it definitely isn't the one that we thought we had when we were growing up yeah and it probably definitely will be different for our children mm -hmm. um, but in the midst of this mm -hmm. um, you and I haven't talked much on the podcast about mm -hmm. Nehemiah or mm -hmm. scripture or our faith, mm -hmm. but um, I think it's important to share with people that even in the midst of all of this really heavy stuff, that uh, there is always hope. There is always hope in Jesus, and um, there's just, God is doing so many things, yep. even in the midst of what looks like yuck. So, um, you know, I know that God called you to the Capitol mm -hmm. and you've been there so many years longer than me mm -hmm. and know so much more than I do. But can you just speak to some of the goodness of the Lord and things that you've seen the Lord do mm -hmm. even in the middle of things that look really bad? Yeah. Well, sometimes it's hard because you can't get really specific, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. But... I mean, we've watched as we brought worship teams in and mm -hmm. people that pray, and they've prayed over not just legislators, mm -hmm. um, but people in the hall, people that are lobbyists, people that are there with organizations. I mean, people that need prayer and need to know Jesus. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's no matter where we're called, if that's the mountain of business or media or whatever, the Lord operates by using us in those spheres. And so what I've seen through that is I've seen relationships that have deepened. I've seen people that have come to the Lord. I see people right now that we're working on mm -hmm. bringing to the mm -hmm. Lord. I've seen him show up. I've seen him give words of knowledge. Mm -hmm. to people when they need it. I've seen him encourage even us, down, yes. to, down to even us Absolutely. specifically yeah. with um, different things. I've seen the victory when we didn't think that there, yeah, there was going to be a victory. Be. Mm -hmm. I've seen um, defeats when we thought that they were impossible. And I've seen him even bring, um, bring things to the forefront that would have just gotten past Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for him prodding some of us to do certain things at a certain time. Mm -hmm. And even those things seemed impossible. I've seen the Lord take out speakers mm -hmm. in my people from office. Yes, mm -hmm. I've, I've seen him remove them. Um, I've seen those same people like speak out against the Lord's people. And there are consequences to that. Yeah. I, um, all of this is spiritual. And we can't say enough for the prayers that go up from that place. Yes. And 
just walking with the Lord in that place and bringing down the strongholds that we're called to do. Yeah. And how awesome it is even to be able to get together as believers and share our testimonies of what the Lord has done for us. And Mm -hmm. I don't just mean the testimony of salvation. Right. Like what he is doing for us on the daily Mm -hmm. in our lives and what he's done because that testimony is so powerful. Right. Well, I really appreciate you. That's one of the things that um, probably my favorite moments um, in in the Capitol and working, um, you know, in these mm-hmm. grassroots circles uh, now, like I have been for a few years. Uh, my favorite moments don't have anything to do with politics so much. Yeah, they have um, everything to do with the Lord and opportunities that He brings to to pray or to, to minister to somebody somehow or to meet a need um, or just to walk alongside someone yep. who's struggling. You know, it's an honor and a privilege to be able to pray um, with and over our elected officials. Mm-hmm. And um, goodness, that happens almost every time we go in some shape, form, or fashion. So um, thank you for that. I just... I just want to to also bring the news with, bring the positive, bring the good news with the negative or what seems to be negative, that God is at work. He is moving. There is always hope. And um, he makes, works all things together for good for those who love the Lord. And that includes politics mm-hmm. and government. And uh, so we can have faith and we can have trust in that. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate your time. And we'll talk again soon. Hey, thanks for spending some time with me today. I really appreciate it. I hope you found it beneficial and valuable. I'd really encourage you in the next few days to pick up your Bible and grab the practical tools you need to arise and build. Don't forget to subscribe and check out the blog at jodygrace.com. I'll see you soon.